is up everybody welcome to the winging it podcast jack how are you doing man i'm good i'm good just uh in this florida stupidity uh, <laughs> nonetheless i'm good <laughs> florida the state that just keeps on giving uh, <laughs> sandstorm what's up man yo yo i'm chilling doing yeah. pretty good it just started snowing again in michigan so wow and people yeah. wonder why i won't go north i won't go even farther north um <laughs> Hey, good podcast last night. Um, I couldn't stay for the whole thing, but I did like the podcast. It was actually a lot of fun. I hope y'all guys, if you haven't had a chance to, go to his channel. It was a very good discussion last night. Check it out. Um, yeah, I need to go watch it for sure, especially now that I'm interested in getting Hogwarts. Like, I'm, I'm interested <laughs> Oh, you there now, huh? There now. I'm like, watching some of these trailers, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in there now. I'm good. Because I didn't know what it was, was going to look like, because they were talking about showing one or two levels and then some artwork, and then like, oh, it's going to be out by February. Oh, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is, all y'all kids used to piss me off when I had to work in that theater when the first movie came out. That's all I'm gonna say. If it wasn't y'all, it was your dog on parents. All, all right. y'all pissed me off. <laughs> had the religious parents in there, you're teaching my child witchcraft. You had the other parents in there, like, man, get a life. I'm trying to get these kids out of the house so I can, you know, get back with their mama and make another one. Right. So, <laughs> like, I'm like, and I'm talking about the parents would drop their kids off and leave and not come back. I'm like, hey man, come get it's, your child. It's almost three hours, you know. Plenty of time to do everything. I'm talking about. I had one customer. No lie, I had one customer because I was working. I would never forget. I was working a ticket box. Him and his wife came to the window, acting like they was, you know, about to do something illegal. Hey man, um, how long is this movie going to be? I'm like, it's two and a half hours. Ain't y'all going in? Like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> they just wow. Sent the kids in. Bought themselves and left, and I'm talking about booked it. They they <laughs> screeched. They did a. They screeched going. They Tokyo drifted out the parking lot. Oh, hey, I'm like oh, new daycare God. system. <laughs> new daycare system. I'm like alrighty. <laughs> I see what y'all doing. Had to had to had the kids call them when the movie was over with because they were late. Wow. <laughs> hey, I remember those days. I remember those days. I was my parent. I can't say that my parent wasn't the same way. So, but they, yeah. they do that with GameStop now, though, because GameStop had to put something out saying, hey, look, we're not a daycare. Yeah. Like, it's not where your kids hang out until you come back from wherever you was going. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, Harry Potter gives me nightmares. All right. So, <laughs> that being said, um, tonight we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff that happened last week, a lot of stuff involving Microsoft. Um, I put the links in the description, so whenever you guys want to, you can actually go to the uh, website I got the stuff from and take a look. The first article we're going to take a look at is Phil Spencer. Uh, He wants to inspire joy amid the culture of criticism and cancellation. Uh, Here's the problem, Phil. Uh, Your predecessors predecessors started the console war. They admitted it. Yeah. So you're fighting an uphill battle even even if you hate what they did. There's, uh-huh. it, it hasn't worked out for you because the, and it, and here's the thing, before this whole uh, console war BS, do y'all ever remember anybody ever talking about how many frames a second the game was? No, because no. people didn't even know what that was. We were just looking at the game. Mm-hmm. Did you ever remember in this fifth, sixth, in fifth or sixth gen, anything about specs? Mm-mm. Did you ever remember hearing about how powerful the console was? Nope. <laughs> I know I did. I, I, I mean, we get more stuff talking about talking about everything else 
but the gameplay. Yeah. Right. Because at least for those generations, that's what it came down to. Because I know when, what was it? Yeah, Xbox. We had Xbox, PlayStation 2, and the GameCube at the time. Mm -hmm. And for all of us that was playing NFL 2K, really it came down to, hey, the Xbox, when you play it, the halftime shows move. But PlayStation 2 is just screenshots. It it was static, Mm -hmm. yeah. That was it. (laughs) But other than that, people just enjoyed the game. They didn't care about, oh, this one runs better. Nah, they didn't care. It was, a, it was a, if you were if you were having a good time, you were having fun. But once the seventh gen hit, it came about. It became about specs, mm-hmm. uh, who got the more powerful console, <laughs> and I I feel for him in a way, um, because I understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you want that stuff to stop, then you have to stop it yourself. Phil, stop talking about specs. You know, Your you next- know what's, you know what's funny. If if Phil was a character, if Phil was a character in a game, he would be uh, he would be Noah from Xenoblade Chronicles Three. He'd be like, "Wait, stop! Why are we fighting? You don't have to fight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody listening to you. We've been fighting since the beginning yeah, of time." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, and, and I think that that's been a major issue. And then you don't. It, plus, you got places like that go out of their way to try to say this uh, game doesn't run like this is one of one of the things that I've been seeing now the digital foundry had to go do a comparison between Monster Hunter Rise on Switch and on Xbox and PlayStation and I'm like why aren't you using the PC version because the PC version came out same time as Switch did yeah you're doing this on purpose yeah you're doing it on Mm -hmm. purpose because to be honest the game runs best on um, the games run better on the PC. Yeah, if you if, if that's what you went to, like I said, they they pick and choose. Yeah, who, who they fight against because it is <laughs> you'll yeah. never like you said like when you look at the media, there's no mention of the Switch unless you're talking about oh where Switch to it. Yeah, you don't hear anything about sales. Uh, but if you're talking about graphics and going head to head at this point, even on the PSVR two front, they're going against Quest. No one's talking about them going up against Index. That requires like a PC and everything else. Granted, yes, it's more money, but we're talking about what you can do and what's top dog. If you want the best graphics, then you go PC VR. You don't go PSVR too. So one of the things that was in his one of these quotes is, and and I'm gonna read this one out. It was gaming was and is about the very effect, the very echo effect of joy. Today, there's so many games more than ever before. I agree with that. Available yep. to more players than ever before, but also we can feel like there's more despair in the world. A steady stream of bad news today as creators leaders as leaders as world builders our greatest responsibility is to inspire and invite joy okay once again the way to fix this is when y'all have y'all next uh show which y'all supposed to have one on the 25th stop talking about specs they can't actually actually talk about the, <laughs> actually talk about the games like the problem is mm-hmm. every, yeah. time, every time they come up with something it's Oh, we have the most powerful this. We have the most powerful. This. No, dude, stop talking about that. Even stop if they did, they put that. the disease out there already. The, the yeah, plague is already running. But the but you have to. The only way to stop it is to cut it off. True. We're talking about it, and the focus has shifted so far away from what games. Were. I remember one time I was looking at a at a, a YouTuber do a review of a game, and all he kept talking about was the graphics and visual fidelity. He said nothing of how the game ran. Nothing of the gameplay. Nothing if the, if the game how how the online was for the game. None of that. Online was busted. 
yeah. the gameplay was pretty much uh, robotic. Like it was, it was slowed down in places. Like it, the game had a bunch of issues with it. But all he ever talked about was how pretty it looked. I'm like, did mm-hmm. you even play the doggone game, dude? I mean, when you look at the games, most of them offer you the same things. So you kind of have to talk about the graphics. Like, <laughs> you got to have to. At yeah. this point, yeah. it's rinse and repeat, repeat at this point. Yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's a shame. Now, the other thing, too, that did not help this week for um, Xbox Game Division is Microsoft laying off a lot of people. People, right. uh, people. Let me let me explain to you how uh, corporations work. Please this do. happens every year. Please do. This happens every year. Every year, Google, the biggest corporations, they always laugh a whole bunch of people. They did it last year. They did it in 2020. They did it in 2021. Mm-hmm. They did it in 2019. They did it in 2018. They do it. They do it every year. Um, <coughs> unfortunately, this is happening at a really bad time because of <coughs> it's looking like we're going toward a global recession. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of bad, but at the same time, I don't think uh, the game division had any say so in this because no. that came from people tend to forget Microsoft is not Microsoft's game division and Microsoft property is not separate, right? <laughs> so if the board says, "Hey, we letting go of." 10,000 people and 4,000 of them is coming from the game division. Guess what? Phil can't say nothing. Right. He, even if he want to keep everybody, he can't say nothing. Now, what would have helped is if they put some games out. Right. That would have helped. Right. I'm like, if the, all those, all of those uh, studios they bought, if they would have actually put some, if they games would have came out, that probably would have been able to say, okay, look, we got these out and it brought in this much revenue. That probably would have helped, but at the end of the day, that's that's just what happens. Because uh, Amazon laid off what I think ten thousand last week. Google laid off twelve thousand last week. Um, it, a lot of corporations do, this, mm-hmm. and, and they do this every year. So I know people are looking at Microsoft and being like, "How dare you?" And I'm like, "Dude, this happens every year." But, it's, but you know uh, what they were tying it to, though. Yeah. You know what they were tying it to? They were tying it yeah. to these acquisitions. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, you know what's uh, you know what's crazy is the the reasoning. Sometimes the reasoning behind them are so simple too. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, Juice kind of said it on the podcast um, when we were on there, but <clears throat> um, he was talking about his own job. But mm-hmm. it could be it could be uh, where your your profit your your profit goal for the year could be, you know, let's let's keep a number real low, like a hundred thousand, just just so people can basically understand. So right. your profit, so so your goal is to get a, another. That's a hundred thousand over what you had last year, um, and you could have hit ninety nine point seven at the end of the year. It's time to cut people. It's time yeah. to get them out of here. They ain't hitting numbers. It's time for them to go. And that, and and you would think like, dang, that number is so low. Um, like it's so close to where the goal was. Why not keep those people and try again? That's not how investors look at it. They like, and and it and it and it's always a percentage. That's what's even worse. Is a percentage yeah. is never an actual money amount. So the percentage could be lower than what 
the actual goal was for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as that percentage is up from what it was last year, they don't care. Right. I mean, the perfect example was a couple of years ago when Activision <laughs> laid off all those people after posting an $800 million profit. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, because even to kind of speak to where I work, uh, just this time, maybe a year or two ago, they let a bunch of people go. And it was for the simple fact that they were trying to see how much they could really get done with as little as possible. So it had nothing to do with they lost money or that they gained a whole bunch of money or they just didn't have need for the position. It was just new management coming in, looking at where they could trim fat, and that's where they trim fat. And, and that's mm-hmm. specific, in that specific section. But then even within this write-up, if I'm not mistaken, they were saying, like most businesses, hey, we doubled down because of the pandemic. Because uh, when you talk about the supply and demand, mm-hmm. we needed more workers. Now that things are somewhat going back to normal in other areas, then yes, we have to trim that fat. We can't keep this up if the demand in itself is no longer needed anymore because people now can go to work they can now drive around and they're not stuck in the houses anymore then why would we keep these workers yeah. and i'm saying i get it we all you know people you know try to connect with others and be emotional about things people losing jobs and it sucks it does i'm not saying that it doesn't yeah. it's just that's business and if you go in the mindset of oh everybody's my friend in business then your business will fail tremendously tremendously <laughs> i mean that's why I like i mean we've said it before on this podcast like I, I understand people be getting upset with like nintendo for example for not listening not quote unquote listening to their fans but if they did they would they would have been out of business yeah um mm-hmm. and some of y'all let's let's be real some of y'all y'all businesses wouldn't last no the way y'all be talking we didn't get off the ground yeah because mm-hmm. some, some of y'all be making decisions based on clearly on Feelings, feelings, and feelings. small group of friends. That they have. <laughs> like I'm like, how can you, how can you make a decision based on what you and four other people like? Yeah, that's that's nuts. With, when there's seven billion people on this planet, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, you see it all the time. So um, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't, your business won't won't succeed because you're gonna have to make some tough decisions, like. It's just the truth. Like heavy is the head that wears the crown. So mm-hmm. that, that, that's that's a unfortunate truth. I know some people trying to compare what um, Iwata and they and he did back in what it was twenty thirteen or fourteen when he took a fifty percent pay cut. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all like this right here. Ain't nobody in the West doing that. <laughs> right. Ain't no ain't no executive in the West gonna ever do that. They will blame everybody else. See Ubisoft. They will blame yep. everybody else for their bad decisions. Wow. And, and look at you like, what? It still should have worked. I said it, but y'all didn't do it. So it should have worked. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't a good plan. Don't yep. matter. Don't it matter. Was, Don't matter. You should have made it work. You should have figured it out. Yeah. So y'all talented, right? Mm. You working with what you got? Right. So yeah, I, I, I do feel bad for those people. But a silver yeah. lining is a lot of times, uh, a lot of these companies, they do hire a lot of these people back. Yeah, not, mm-hmm. They're not going to do a story on it. But most of, a lot of times they do. So a lot of those people, once this happens, they'll wind up either getting hired back yeah. a couple months later or they'll get moved around. There's something that happened where they get moved around. Because I think what's going to wind up happening is, yeah, they let all these people go. But then when reality set in... <laughs> And these they start looking at these numbers in a couple of weeks, they'll be like, "Yeah, uh, 
call that call that team back. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, because that that happens too, but that won't get the coverage. They're also, I guess the flip side to that too, something that we don't think about there, which I mean, you could be spending this time doing R&D, but whatever. Um, But this could also be a time where some of those companies, uh, especially for Microsoft, since there's a bunch of them, and maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but this could be a time where they are actually done with the game. Like, hey, finished up a game, it's done. All y'all laid off. All y'all, yeah. y'all get time off. Because there's no point outside of that. Unless you have another project directly for them, there's no reason to have them come to the office if they're not making anything. Right. So, well, Once again, that's why I said like a lot of that stuff, in, in the, especially on the Xbox side, and I know I've been saying, I'm like, why y'all keep buying up all these studios and they ain't putting nothing out? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, And no, there's no board on the face of this planet that would keep uh, keep people employed that have not produced mm-hmm. forever. They're not going to do that. They're just not going to do that. And like, I think it's been about when, the, when they bought them first, what, 10 um, studios, that's been what, 10, 11 years now? Mm-hmm. I want to say it's 2012 yeah. or 2013. And then you're like, okay, well, what do you, I think the only one that there was a studio, um, the, the studio that put out Cuphead, that was one. And there was another one that put something out, but the rest of them hadn't put nothing out. Yep. <laughs> They're not going to keep them. I'm like, dude. It, and I don't know if y'all ever saw um, Microsoft CEO, uh, he bought that life. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think y'all I saw wonder, what he did in Nokia. Nokia. I wonder if this is <laughs> the reason why we haven't seen much production. I wonder if it's it I don't think <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I don't think at this point it it's it can't be the, the studio's fault, can it? Like we're talking we're talking this long and nobody? Like nobody. It can and it can't. It depends on yeah. you got to know what's going on there. Like, because perfect example, Everwild, they put a trailer out, and then when they did the <laughs> developer, the developer discussion afterwards, they didn't know what it was. Like, dude, I wonder if to- that was Microsoft themselves though. They're like, yo, 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 we freaking out. We ain't got nothing. Who got something? Who got something? Y'all got a board? Put that on there. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Put it on there. We don't, but we don't, don't have know. we don't have a story set up. What did I say? Right. That'd be nuts, though, because, I mean, it's not like they don't have other games in production. Um, But I think because what that that studio, were people clamoring about them doing something or because who's studio doing ever well? That was uh, Rare. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might be the case because I know people always smell words. Rare or that top team that Microsoft got that they put and assembled the Avengers all in one to build. And that still ain't worked. I think they're, I think they're, um, what's the word for they're, they're, oh, it's a, it's a line that they always use for Nintendo. Um, they're out of touch. Um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because the, the Microsoft, the Microsoft that we have now is not the same that we had in the early 2000s, um, or even in the mid 2000s. Um, and why no, that, say, whole team's, that whole team's gone. Yeah. That well, whole team's gone. Well, even like the philosophy, and why I yeah. say that is because they still treat games like 
Perfect Dark or games like uh, what else is supposed to be coming out? Um, uh, was it Hellblade? Like Hellblade. Hellblade. They, 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 all their like first party to second party titles, they treat them, they treat them almost like they want to be like, they want to surprise you the most. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, hey, we're not going to talk. We, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to discuss it. Nothing is going to be said about this game until mm-hmm. it's close to ready, which is cool, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. That part is cool because that's <laughs> something that we've been asking for. But every time they show it, it's like, surprise. And then you're supposed to be like, oh, my gosh, this game come came out or this game is being shown off or whatever. But now in times that doesn't work as well as it used to because we didn't have all the information that we did before mm-hmm. so like when you're looking at games now like think of uh, we always go back to nintendo think about nintendo and how they set these games up we've known breath of the wild 2 for a long time you know yep. what i'm saying we've known it for a long time and they have not put us in a position where it's like okay we're not going to talk about this at all until the game is like right there on coming out no we've gotten so here's a little snippet of this here's a little snippet of that just so you know we're getting delays so we're gonna have to push that back like there's some sort of talk in between there you know what at i least mean twice yeah. at yeah. least twice a year yeah not with microsoft they're like no nah, no nah. <laughs> we, we got stuff to show off but we ain't gonna show off nothing like nothing is getting shown until it's ready to show off and then it makes you look bad it's like okay so what what are y'all doing over there? Like, are y'all just trying to collect on the payment that y'all already have? Are y'all like, are y'all making moves to move forward? Like, what's going on over there? I and think I think the, that's the that's the frustrating about them. Well, the other thing too is like it's been so long since they did. It. Like, the problem is like, for instance, Perfect Dark, for example, they dropped that trailer. Mm-hmm. You ain't heard nothing yet. Mm-hmm. But but guess what we did here? The creative director left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Art director left. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the story people left. That doesn't look good. <laughs> and see, those are the times where you're like, you need hey, to say something. Yeah. yeah, like, hey, this is what's happening. Give us a snippet. Be like, yo, it's still in production. It's still going. Don't worry about it. He just, left. It ain't, it ain't nothing to us. We still got stuff going on. Something, you know? Just don't be like Ubisoft. Yeah, don't be like Ubisoft. <laughs> that ain't. That's hey, just hey, weird. Pillar in this community. That, that is uh, just weird in that situation, man. Yeah. Uh, so RJ, I agree. It, it is poor management, but I think it's poor. It's, it's one of those situations where it's poor management, yes, but you also have to answer to the board and you have to answer to investors. So you have to. It's the same problem that happened with um, Cyberpunk. I know people don't like to. They don't probably don't agree with this, but the truth of the matter is, CD Projekt Red wasn't all at fault for that. They got told to put that game out. I yeah. promise you, they got told to put that game out. I can promise you, they got told to put that game out, and they don't care if the glitches in there. Put it out, and you have to do it. So yeah, it's it's one of those situations. It's a little bit of both. Um, unfortunately, when you have to when when you have people over you like that that they don't care about your hobby mm-hmm. they just looking at the money and they're like oh we got how many people clamoring for this how yep. many pre-orders we got good i'm about to make that i'm about to get that new yacht then gonna put it out yep. but we need to delay it yep. <laughs> y'all need to delay it jack put that game out because i'm I, i'm set to make this much at the end of the fiscal year that's yeah. non-tax that's tax-free so put it out 
But the thing is, I mean, at this point, from what we've seen, is it really hurting them? So Microsoft least, it ain't gonna hurt because Microsoft has that much yeah, money. Yeah, Mark. Well, I'm saying money aside, because honestly, if you look at most games, let, let's take the biggest atrocity was Cyberpunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. that game still got bought. Yeah, Fallout yeah. 76 people were warned, and they still bought it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they didn't hit like because I forgot what the ridiculousness about Fallout was. I don't think they made expectations though. I don't think. People bought it, but I don't think they made expectations though. Yeah, that was a, that was one of the other things too. Because yeah, th- that was a real one. Now Cyberpunk, they made their money like it was supposed. Like most games usually make their money over time. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem with a lot of these investors is they're on the I needed to make money in that first now, month, that yeah. first year, that first during that fiscal year. If it yeah. don't make money during that fiscal year, they ain't doing me no good. Yeah. So your fiscal year is from March to March. So. I don't need like, for instance, Breath of the Wild still making money from 2017. Yeah, so disgusting, bro. It's like, disgusting. Like, that yeah. one, uh, Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 8 is still making money from 2014. Definitely money. Yeah. yeah, from 2014. So you're like, dude. It, but like, if your title ain't evergreen like that, and if you don't understand that, that's when you're supposed to make your you make money over time, man. Because games are supposed was was originally supposed to make money over time. Oh not it's not the, the movies. movies like yeah like most movies for instance uh avatar came out what three four weeks ago yeah yes. december 16th yep yeah so they're over uh a bill nine they had like a billion in like the first two weeks and that's what they Mo- needed to make yeah but the thing <laughs> here's the thing though like movies like that they're supposed to they usually get their money within the first two to three weeks Mm-hmm. That's how they usually make their money. Like um, Avengers, when Infinity War and Endgame came out, they made most of their money in the first two weeks. Why? Because two weeks after that, there was another blockbuster came out. Mm-hmm. Another week after that, there was another blockbuster. So you're trying to get your money. And plus, on top of that, the movie theater is the movie industry is bigger than the gaming industry because it has more fans. Mm-hmm. So more yeah. people go to the movies than play video games. Yeah, and it's something that from kids. Yeah. So if yo, if Destiny two is it costs 250 million to make they're not gonna make that money no like that it ain't gonna work like that uh-huh. like it, it's not because you're not gonna get nobody's paying 60 dollars for for one movie ticket right now so oh go ahead, go ahead. so an uh, interesting piece um that you just said um is that uh about their fans is that the difference is there's a difference too with the you know this whole cyberpunk situation um <clears throat> is that cd project red is 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 a third-party developer you know mm-hmm. you got to get you got to get your money out to two different well at this point three if you count pc but three different uh platforms and you got to make that money like you know now um yeah but but you know that there are some there are some fans who are going to buy your stuff um, regardless, regardless. Yeah, and regardless. and that's that's where the other part of the problem comes in um, for Xbox heads is because Nintendo has diehard fans. Yes, Sony has Sony has Lukewarm. jump on board friends, <laughs> yeah, jump on board friends yeah. and 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 some pride fans. Yes, Xbox has has wishful fans 
and <laughs> wishful fans and not actual gamer fans. And those right. and both of those really hurt Microsoft, especially when you don't have games coming out. Because the first game to come out from them, regardless of what it is, they're going to be the first ones to hype it, but nobody's going to buy it. You know what I mean? Like, Perfect Dark could come out today. Could come out, could drop today. And all the Xbox fans are shuffling over it. Yo, yo, this is the game right here. Game of the year. Don't want to hear nothing else. Game of the year. That game will get played for one week and be quiet. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time. I don't, I don't, I mean, looking at this industry as a whole, um, kind of similar to what you were saying, Jay, when you compare it to movies, which is kind of like apples to oranges a little bit, but nonetheless, you can still do the comparison. Because uh, when you think about movie theaters, it's something you can easily drive to, and the tickets, while they've gone up in price, you know, it's something that people don't mind spending. Yeah. It's, a, it's an excitement, it's an entertainment situation to where when you look at gaming, gaming in itself still has a negative stigma on it as well. Uh, when you talk about adults if you will and then also too uh i'm pretty sure we all have family members that when they pick up that controller you would think they were trying to walk for the first time mm-hmm. it, it's just something that they cannot connect to they can't mm-hmm. relate to it they like some similar and fun hence why the Wii was such a hit because uh, it was just it wasn't it's really a lot of, exactly mm-hmm. it was pretty but a lot of gaming doesn't do that and then when you start talking about getting into the cinematics of things I don't, I don't know who went that route first and said, hey, let's drop this big budget and was successful to where everyone started following suit. And I, and I get it. Everybody has dreams. Everybody has aspirations and things that they want to achieve within the gaming space. But at some point, you have to temper what it is that you're going for because you understand that this medium is not as big. Now, it's grown significantly, yeah, but it's it ain't. nowhere close yeah, no. to what it is. What was that game? Heavy Rain. Yeah. It's Heavy Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a game. The original uh, the original script was supposed to be for, for a movie. Right. Nobody would pick it up in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And when you so, look at it, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> but that was saying, nobody would pick it up. Right. So they brought it to, um, I forgot who they brought it to, and they pitched it to Sony, and that's how that got started. And then you have people like Neil Druckmann. Oh, yes, our next game is going to be set up like a TV show. I don't yeah. get that. That don't work. Especially now that we're in this YouTube space to where, for example, like for me, as I'm going through Horizon, I if I have to pay attention to some of the story, I will. Uh, but I will skip through stuff because I I would much rather go to YouTube and just watch it entirely because mm. I'd rather just play the game. If I'm sitting there for 30 minutes to an hour because that dialogue in Horizon is ridiculous. <clears throat> but I, I just get past it. It doesn't do anything to help me go forward in the game. I mean, you, you got you got waypoints, you got markers, so I really don't have to. You know, there's only a handful of games that I've experienced to where they're like, hey, they said something key, and I have to pay attention to the verbiage for me to know what's going on, kind of like your um, Ace Attorneys. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you got to pay attention to the dialogue for you to actually figure out what's going on with the game. They're not holding your hand. But with a lot of these cinematic games, they even have modes to where they say, hey, do you just want to focus on the story? So we're not going to really throw a lot at you. Or do you want to play the game? But even then, you still got the story there. And the gameplay itself, while entertaining, isn't really the focus. They focus more on the cinematics and the story and trying to capture you that way. And I think that's why a lot of these games get high praise, because they're literally movies yeah. that you interact with. And then for some reason, that still hasn't helped uh, Square Enix to Final Fantasy. No. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, 
it, well, um, Zodi made, made a good point. That's true. But that's sad, though, because that's a shooter. So it should be Xbox. It should it be. It should be, but <laughs> fake fake fans, man, fake I tell fans, you. Man. They're the worst. It's so sad because they, <laughs> they're diehard. They started off as diehard fans. They were mm-hmm. diehard Xbox fans. You could not tell them to even look at a PlayStation controller. Yeah. They, they wasn't doing it. And and they would laugh at you. They would laugh at you. You ain't got Halo. What? Oh man, bro, you missing out on the world. But now those are the same ones who are capping. We're like, oh my gosh, Perfect Dark is. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be the greatest thing ever told. Period. Go. That's the goatee. Matter of fact, it's the greatest game of all time. You know what I'm saying? And they will only play about an hour or two of them and, and it's like but they don't want to tell you yo this game no. is actually not as fun as i thought or i'm oh. kind of getting burnt out on the same them providing me with the same games they don't want to say that they just want to right under the rug and keep it moving i will say this in college i converted like three halo is to smash melee and perfect dark on 64. it's not hard it's not hard because when you think about it when you think about it even if microsoft gave their fans or somewhat fans anything different (laughs) sunset overdrive they don't touch it nope (laughs) overdrive was a hell of a fun game it was Mm -hmm. so much fun and they just wouldn't you know, they just wouldn't, which makes no sense to me. Maybe it's too colorful. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on a little bit because there's a couple more things I do want to talk about. Um, over on Push Square, uh, I left the link in the description. Um, Suicide Squad apparently has live service elements, and I want to get your guys' thoughts. Is this going to be a good thing or a bad thing? Um, Jack. Um. I would say neither, but I mean, if I had to choose, I would say it's a good thing. And I know that sounds bad. Um, when you talk about games as a service and kind of how this game is tailored, at this point, everybody's going this route. Yeah. Um, even if it was deemed a bad thing, uh, I, I would assume, and this is because I, they really haven't shown much with the game per se, it's not necessary. Because a lot of these games as a service things, when they add like the um, battle passes and stuff, it's cosmetic. It has nothing to do with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people think that this leak is going to be. is going to be more cosmetic. But I just want to get you guys' thoughts because this something don't sound right in the Kool-Aid with me. Uh, Sandstorm. So we're talking about um, Suicide Squad, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So I kind of agree with um, Jack. This game... This game to me should have been a more expansive version of what Marvel Alliance would yeah. look like. Um and so for for the fact that they're making it into a service game tells me that one this game shouldn't not really cost us like that. Um it is it, <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying and it should be on the lower end because they should be making it up they should be making the money back with you know micro transitions and all that other silly stuff but yeah just just turning it into a service when it didn't need to be and i think i think too having a game like this as a service i don't remember any other games 
that kind of function in a Marvel Alliance style where you're just like, hey, uh, since this is a service game, you know, you'll be playing as this player and, you know, these other four players or five players or how many they're stacking up, mm-hmm. um, they'll be uh, propagated by other other people playing. And, and then you're like, dang, I got stuck with this person again for the 19th million time because there's only five players right. like that that gets annoying really and i i've yet to fi- find somebody who's figured out the algorithm of having set players like that allow you to switch around like freely switch around whether it's in a lobby or something like that and what happens when you get a person that you like is like hell nah you ain't getting this character like i've right. been waiting just as long as you and you gotta wait again, you know. Is yeah, this this game should have stuck as a online play game um, that you could play with your party or you know your friends and stuff like that. But an online service game, nah. I mean, I, I, here's the problem: Marvel Avengers has already screwed this up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Correct. And yeah. I think it's a yeah, it looks good on paper, but you saw what happened with Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile. Team Ninja was like, <laughs> we made bank. So <laughs> when they dropped Marvel Ultimate Alliance on yep. Switch, like they only they only dropped it on one system, and people still play it. Yep. Marvel's Avengers is about to close um, September this year. It's it's a, it's a service game. Yeah. It's about to close in September of this year. So now because they had you, so many people drop off. So, so no are these games as a service games? Are these replacing DLC in a way? No, no. They're they're trying to make it become the new standard, but it ain't working because of situations like like Marvel's Avengers. Like you, when ninety six percent of your um, install base drops off within the first month, mm-hmm. that ain't good. And you have to give them constantly give them free stuff to try to entice them to come back. Right. That ain't good because now you didn't have stuff that you was gonna charge them for. That was going to be making money. Now you had to give them that for free to be like, "Hey, man, we sorry." And- like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the I'm trying to figure out the appeal because even when we because I know Marvel Avengers is always the example we use, but even in that instance, right? Like, yeah, it took them a while to get everything out there. I still don't even know if PlayStation got Spider Man yet. Um, I need to go see. But I, I mean, they're shutting down everything anyway. So even if they didn't, I mean, why would they be getting it? Uh, but even then, like when you had when I played the game on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and they had all the stuff there. They had you know the Wakanda stuff had just dropped. You know you had the Captain America, like all that stuff was there. It was still repetitive gameplay. So regardless, yeah. they would give you more stuff anyway. It's kind of like if we had Smash Brothers, and um, they didn't change up anybody's fighting style. Like let's say Mario, Cloud, and Metal Gear all had the same fight package. Yeah. But what well, I bet Solid Snake had the same fight package, and then Kirby had the same fight package as Meta Knight, and and somebody like, but they all have their own move set. But that's what Avengers seemed like it was. It was just like, okay, here's a a skeleton, and we're just gonna put new skin on it, and yeah. we're just gonna package it to something different. There you go. It didn't help that you only did five characters off the rip. Yeah, that didn't help. Very stupid. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then they look bad too. Yeah, then they look bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Wilton, Wilton, yeah, that's another good one. Anthem. Anthem yeah, was yeah. Anthem. yeah, yeah. It, it, it proves that the model doesn't work. Like, 
it just proves that it doesn't work, especially in my opinion. Just seeing the if I'm if I'm a studio head, I'm looking, I'm looking at that. I'm like, we're not doing that. We're just gonna make it action adventure game. That'd right. be a smart thing to do. You'll get yeah. your money faster. Yeah, we're not doing that we're, until other factors change as, as far as like IT infrastructure and stuff like that. We're not doing this mm-hmm. because that you're gonna lose a lot of money doing that. Um, and I know the, I know what. Marvel's Avengers and Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics trying to do, they're trying to r- ride the wave of the movies. Mm-hmm. That wasn't going to work <laughs> if they right. don't look if they don't look like them and you ain't got the cast from the movies. And we know you weren't paying Rob Down Jr. to come in there and talk because uh, you got to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> For him to come yeah, for us. You weren't going to do that. That so, happen. Yeah, so I mean, I think that that's another part of that problem. That's why I'm like, this live is, I understand trying to be the first one out the gate to get mm-hmm. it to work but dude you gotta in certain situations it's not good to go big first it's good to test out do something a little small first test out see get your feet wet then because we're talking about a lot we're talking about lots of money this ain't no go big or go home situation this is go big and your studio might get closed mm. who succeeded at this though Nobody. Then why do people keep doing it? Like I have I, no I, idea. I would assume like somebody hit, struck gold and everybody's chasing it. But well, no one's gotten this right. I think the thing is, you, if you're looking at like okay, look at the battle royale stuff for for example. Right. When you had EA bragging about how much money they was making bringing in off of that, that's when it blew up because it was like, oh, EA made how much? And then the Fortnites and stuff like yeah. that too. Yeah. So remember, EA was bragging. But, the other thing that EA didn't tell you either was they got sued in Germany. <laughs> the other thing they tell you was, you know, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like they were bragging. You see, they stopped bragging. Yeah. They, after, yeah. That, after they lost that lawsuit in Germany about the loot boxes being um gambling, you saw they stopped bragging about how much they bring in off that. Yeah, you ain't been quiet about a lot of stuff lately. That's another one that was probably want somebody to come by them. They probably looking at myself, please come by us. Please. But I don't think anybody in their right mind will go buy it. Oh, hell no. They, hell no. Ain't no way. Because, I mean, when you think about all the properties they used to have. And they don't have them no more? They don't have them no more. And then even the ones they still have are not as successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been eyeballing uh, Need for Speed Unbound because I want that game so bad. Oh, but every yeah, time I look at it, it's you. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like the cartoony version of actually racing. And I'm like, yeah. yo, what did y'all do? Well, and, their I, team ain't there no more. They all left. So the, now you got uh, the ghost gotta, team. Ghost team is gone. The original one. Oh wow! Jeez. Like the people that's there now is not the people that did. The, I think the last one they worked on was the one for uh, that was on that was on uh, all the systems. That was the last yeah. one that team worked on. And then after that, that uh, I think one of the guys left, and then the rest of the team left. But they hired more people, kept the studio, hired more people, and it ain't them. That's so crazy. So it's a railroad situation. Because yeah. he won, he won bad, it, but I figured they would have expanded on that idea. And you would think, you would and think, and then they got unbound, and it's all cartoony, and it's like, it's like, dang, okay, y'all just wanted to go all the way left field. I mean, it, that's, that don't bother me. It's just like we when we think about it, and I know sometimes we get caught in nostalgia, right? But when you think about the undergrounds and you think about the midnight clubs mm-hmm. and what made them so appealing, because it came down to the races themselves, the mm-hmm. location, the cars mm-hmm. that you know as yourself as a kid, you surely weren't going to be able to afford. Yeah. So, 
So it gave you an ability to customize and make your car look nice and still make it race and you know just do do what you got to do like and even then like we didn't even do online we just enjoyed the game for what it was yeah. and with these different things like ea with these microtransactions with uh madden like you can go, don't have to call them microtransactions but that's what they are that's where they're they're flourishing right now and i don't understand how they messed up so many series like fight night i know why they dropped that they messed up Def Jam. They messed well, up Madden. They're gone too, ain't it? Well, ain't huh? that team gone? Ain't the team that did Def Jam? Ain't they? They not around anymore, right? That, that team been gone. Yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, I think they. I think they all got dropped after that stupid Def Jam. Def Jam icon game, but yeah. nonetheless, oh I mean, they they had a lot on their plate that was doing well. Um, but much of the same vein, which I didn't know until y'all told me, because at the time when you you know in school you don't really think about it, like how often those games were dropping. Like how NFL Street and NFL Street Two dropped in the same year. I'm like, how did mm-hmm. that even happen? Like, right. Who's the deal was that? Like, that's so stupid. The only and one that wasn't like that was NBA Street because NBA Street came out. Then they had Volume Two came out a little more two years later. Yeah. Then three came because they was trying to. Well, I know why they had to separate those out because when you started talking about getting some of the like people like Stretch and all of them, they was actually modeled after real, real people. people. You had to yeah. you had mm-hmm. to get them to sign off on it, so it wasn't one of those. You know, situation where they could just throw them in and be like that because they had a couple people that was like Harlem, looked like Harlem Globetrotters, and they was yeah. like, "Yeah, we gotta mm-hmm. get this signed off because I don't want Metal Law Lemon to find out <laughs> he was in the game." And, yeah, you know, right. like maybe maybe I'm thinking too deep into oh, it, but honestly, Jackson. I'm kind of uh, scared of all this stuff because it seems like a lot of developers are just falling short. They don't have any ideas. Um, we're trying to revive and reboot things. They're not working out all that well. Yeah. Is yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I don't know if you were to ask me right now, who do you think is gonna lead us into the tenth or finish out the ninth gen? I can tell you. Other than Nintendo, maybe, but I don't know who else is gonna bring that hitter because Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad were supposed to be those games. Mm-hmm. Halo was supposed to be that game. Yeah. Um, for Sony, for Spoken was supposed to be that game after playing that demo. It is not that game. Um, so that is a dud. Um, How dare you talk about a game with? I'm sorry. I'm supposed to play that on Tuesday. Stop it. How dare you? You ain't played the demo yet? How dare no, you I talk about I got a game PC. with a beautiful black queen uh, as, a, as a protagonist? How look, dare you, Action Jack? But see, that's that's the problem, though. I don't know how in the world they flipped that to race. Did y'all not play that game? Like that had nothing to do with that girl being black. That that had right. everything to do with how bad that game is. Dude, I, I saw that gameplay. I'm like, playing it is worse. Because honestly, oh, when oh I started playing it, my kids would watch me. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Because they they don't tell you half. They the don't stuff tell you can. anything. They don't tell you anything. So I'm sitting here fighting. Don't know if I'm doing damage. I don't know. You know, magic's working. Don't know why some of my magic's not working. And then when they so show you, you like an upgrade tree, I'm like, why do y'all have it on this fish eyed lens? I can't see half this. Like, what am I doing? So you telling me it's like Elden Ring, but all bad. They didn't. Ju- they just threw you in there and just gave you nothing. Yeah, they they just like, hey, here. <laughs> like a bad place to do it. At least I give one piece of credit of they start you at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. so that you're not just here with a whole bunch of stuff that you don't know how to use. We're gonna find out on Tuesday because I'm kind of curious if that if they actually literally do that to you or if they were just like, you know, 
let you figure it out on your own instead of ah. giving you that tutorial, which is weird. It's odd in itself, but you know, not curious. not every game can have <laughs> not every game can have a uh, great plateau. So you know, yeah. uh, I'm I'm very curious with that game as to if it got pushed back that many times and it still looks like because I've saw some gameplay, I've heard some dialogue. If mm-hmm. you pushed that game back, what three times? And it's and yeah. this is the best you got. That should tell you everything you need to know, right there. Yeah, might, so. as well, <laughs> might as well let it out, let it out, let it go. Yeah, work on the next project you, and put in more work. Fix that. Like, like I said, by no means is it like a broken game or anything like that. The demo ran well, and then from my understanding, they upgrade the demo. So mm. it's like, all right, cool, yeah, I heard that. The and I'm like, well, that's dangerously close to the release date. Yeah. Um, but even then, playing it, I was just, I was just kind of going. And then at one point in time, I thought I had cleared the area, but then some more enemies showed up out of nowhere. And yeah, I mean, the parkour thing was cool for a minute. But yeah, I don't know. That, that game is so confusing, even for the little bit that I did play. It, it's well, all right, though. Well, let me ask you about this then, because um, supposedly Ubisoft is hard at work on Beyond Good and Evil 2. So I got a so I got a bigger I got a bigger issue with 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 um, I, got for that. <laughs> I got a bigger issue with Ubisoft working on Beyond Good and Evil Two. Um, so one of the things that one of the things that really stood out well two things for me um, for that game. Oh no! Did I die? Am I still good? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, two things that really stood out to me was one the the character creation. Um, cause you're making anamorphic. Did I say it right? Anamorphic. Yeah, uh, um, uh, characters. So you know, street sharks, have you will, anything like that. I, hey. I, just, I just thought that was fire. <laughs> you know. Um, um, and the other thing was the fact that they were really trying to show off the whole, you know, going from one planet to another system. Um, which at the time back then the only game that was really doing it like that besides i forgot the it's some free to play game or something like that i can't remember but um was really starlink from their own um from from their own studios but like that was like what 2017 2018 maybe 2017 actually cuz that's <clears throat> it was announced first announced about it coming back in 2017 and now we got we've got starfield that's like right on the horizon doing the same thing from a company that's much more well known for being able to do uh open world games like that now granted they they have their flaws too but they're also well known for glitches yeah but they but but they're working on a project that's similar and so now the one thing that you had over everybody else with trying to come up with these algorithms of how we were gonna you know, going between worlds without without loading screens and all that other stuff, that's gone. All you have really is the character creation. Not really too many people were backing up the story and having, uh, what's her name, as the villain. So it's like, mm, do, you, do you still keep trying to chug ahead with what little you have at this point? Or do you just kind of just be like... Maybe we just slowly let this die off. <laughs> well, here's my thing. They should have just left it as a damn action adventure game. <clears throat> just like stop with this being. Because here's the thing: 
the, the quote is, Beyond Good and Evil 2's development is underway and the team is hard at work to deliver on this ambitious pro- promise. When they put ambitious in there, to mm-hmm. me, that that is a sign that they don't know. They, they're trying to do something. It's not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not working. You can't get it to work. And my thing is, okay, the first one, while good, um, was the sales on that that good or did it just become cult classic? I think it was just cold classic. I don't. It was classic. definitely a cult classic. Yeah, because yeah. I, I there was another game that came out right around the same time, Sphinx. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one was it got cult classic, but the sales weren't that great on it. So right. my thing is something like Beyond Good and Evil. Like, okay, what you probably should have did. Number one, it took you way too long to even think about doing a sequel. So that thing came out. That that first one came out what two thousand two, two thousand three. 2017 right yeah. is when you mm-hmm. want to do a sequel, bro. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. <laughs> Work with me. Shoot, and even later than that, since it's not even done. Yeah. Well, my thing is, like, th- this jump doesn't make sense. So, granted, there's been plenty of time in between the first game and the second game, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get this as close to the first one as possible mm-hmm. to see if the interest is there still and there. then build off of there. But the fact that you went from what Beyond and Evil 1 was to this... This is a dramatic difference. And then you're trying to make this whole online thing for what? The game wasn't that big. Why it should have just been first po- first person, period. That's that's just or not first person, uh, uh single player adventure. Single player, single player, yeah. I mean it would have made everything just way make it action easier. adventure and just call it a day. Like I think the problem with Ubisoft and a lot of these other big companies is they don't want to make sure they make money <laughs> mm-hmm. as far as being like oh i got the next greatest thing yeah and if you turn this game into a game as a service i mean yeah theoretically like all the all the cues are there for it to work but it's going to die yeah it's definitely going to die it, because we've already seen plenty of times all these other like space style games, even even uh, Star Wars really isn't that popular, you know, as as far as as far as those type of games. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's it's not good. Hopefully, hopefully they are just like, look, you know, we put all this work into it. Let's just let's just cut the multiplayer. We'll put that as. Maybe some DLC or something like that, some sort of add-on since the, um, since the like the engines and all those other pieces are kind of there. Let's not chop that off. Let's just keep it there. But let's just start off as a single-player experience. Like let's just what they, let's get what the quarters. What they should do is make a single-player game, and then if they want to have a multiplayer MMO type of game, have it separate. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Separate yeah. Do not tie them together because if you tie that single player gameplay to anything multiplayer, it is going to die. Mm. Scalebound. Um, so, <laughs> uh, well, okay. So let me ask. Let me ask this because, and I'm glad Andre's here. How you doing, Andre? Um, <laughs> I'm doing pretty decent. All right. So you be so thank buying. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys this: What do you guys think is a sufficient enough time to think about a sequel? Like, should it be like within the first, as far as gaming is concerned, should okay. it be within at least a, at least a generation? Yeah. 
um, if you're going to do a sequel, like if you do one in GameCube, <clears throat> the next one should be on in that seventh gen. Or if you anything past that, you cutting it. Because like I said, this came out in two, this came, the first one came out in um, the sixth gen. We are mm. now in the ninth. ninth. Yeah, like, three generations. Yeah, so. I mean, you could technically count the, the HD remaster. Remaster. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting that. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting that. <laughs> but the the problem the problem is though, Jack was saying before that this game, it doesn't have an identity. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't have an identity, and they are straying far away from the identity that made the first one a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we have aliens, so we can just automatically jump into outer space and all this other stuff without explaining how we got there. Mm-hmm. So there's so I won't I won't say necessarily um yes or no but there's a couple different aspects to look at um as far as that goes now now with all the examples that I'm giving <laughs> I've yet to find one uh studio who has really like kind of capitalized on that Right. Um, but if you're looking for an advancement in quote unquote technology, um, as far as like streamlining and doing some extra stuff, um, doing a game, doing a game like visually, if we're talking visual, um, going from Kingdom Hearts two to like Kingdom Hearts three, yeah, there's a visual. Yeah. There's there's quite a there's quite a, a visual jump there. Um, and that system allowed you to do a lot more than a PlayStation 2 would. Um, right. Or even a PlayStation 3, but that's arguable. But um, so so that's that's kind of one point to look at it. Two, if you were trying to create a story that had some sort of gap in it that also kind of went along with the, the skip of generations if you will um where you actually wanted to to not just hey let's just take these characters and put them in different skins um and they you know and they're presented that way but like these characters look wildly different than what you know um because of the generation change that i think is acceptable too um or if you have a game like let's say perfect or not perfect dark uh eternal darkness like there's a cult classic there we all know the game it would be dope if they had another version of that game um a newer version of that game and it got some sort of rise out of nothing like just on a random somebody threw up some eternal darkness footage and everybody just started loving it um i think that's just i think that's another with that being said, we have yet to see anybody follow any of these three rules or these three reasons come out with a a follow-up to the game and the game turn out successful. Right. Which we're looking at Kingdom Hearts <laughs> right. and all these other companies um, that have had sequels. So if the, if the means or the reason as to why there's a generation skip and it's an actual good reason like that, then yeah, I don't see any problem, but... If you're just doing that and you come out with a game that is missing both Cloud and Sephiroth and all the people that you met before and the world seemed a lot smaller, you just filled in a whole bunch of, you just filled in four worlds with 50 things to do, mm-hmm. then we got problems. Then yeah, March 3. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, well, I, I will say this. I think one of the other things, because I have no faith in four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that trailer I saw before, I'm like, that is not Kingdom Hearts. Y'all are going. Yeah, already off on the wrong foot. No, y'all are trying yeah. to make this realistic looking. It is a fantasy game. You know? yeah. And I think the problem is with, especially as it involves Square's 241, they can't concentrate on one thing. No. They want to do all these other nope. things on top of the stuff, too. Um, and I think they stretched their talent then. Like, um, Nomura was doing 15 and 3, Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 at the same time. Dude, you can't mm-hmm. do that. So, I mean, it's one and of those... We see stories. how it's turned out for both projects. Yeah, it, right. didn't, it didn't do good. So, um, the other thing, too, is like, Kingdom Hearts is a fantasy game. That The best game in that series is 2. 2. Mm-hmm. 2. Hands down. Yep, 2. Hands down. So, because... It, you look at how it changed, though. Look at how that game changed. And it was on the same platform, both on mm-hmm. PS2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's one of those situations where it went from being, to me, from being like this... Plus, that story made no sense, but I wasn't there for the story. I was actually there for the... I was actually there just because I liked the gameplay. Like, they exactly. were doing stuff in Especially in 2, when you had yeah. to do that gauntlet run... Yeah, that gunfire run was dope. Like the, the fact the, the fact that they gave you two keyblades from yeah. that point yes. on, there was no reason for you to not have two keyblades. Yeah, and also <laughs> with the new outfits, the yeah. Like, yeah, they they went all out on two. I don't know how you botched that. Yeah. I mean, I can think of one reason to have a single keyblade, but that would be to say that you would have like you would have to have strengths and weaknesses for each so like dual keyblades you have faster attacks mm-hmm. lighter attacks but yep. single keyblade they'd be heavier Heavy. and slower yep yep and then they made a whole game to explain why you had it and, it, and that game actually made sense that game right. actually made sense like right. 358 made sense birth by sleep made sense dream drop distance kind of made sense <laughs> dream drop distance is what set up for the failure that's yeah that's what happened because yeah. there was no reason for my mans to be not become a master and what's so weird is by the end of three everybody is a master but you but, but you, you yeah. the one who ends up beating the game how does that work you were supposed to be the master the whole time and you beat the game as not a master how does that work yeah. how does that so, work <laughs> I, once again i think they i think that story jumped the shark Stone Cold stunned it, dropped the people's elbow, and then did the last ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> threw a table at WrestleMania. So, that's how that, that's how that went. King Hearts is all over the place, bro. I don't yeah. want to that That's why I'm not. So, King, but Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts was always all over the place. I think the problem yeah. was when they went all over the place the last time, it wasn't It wasn't the same. It didn't, it wasn't it fun. didn't invoke the same feelings that it did before. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fun because the, the, where were the Final Fantasy characters at? It just wasn't. Thank fun. you. Yeah, they just disappeared. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, and, and like I said, I saw that 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 initial trailer for four, and I'm like, I am not looking forward to that. I'll wait. I'm not. My, big, so, my biggest problem is everybody's trying to make everything realistic, just like yeah. And I, I hate to harp on them, even though the games are good. Capcom with the Resident Evil remakes. Yeah, you went to make it more realistic. And then they took out the stuff that made the game interesting or fun. Like, RA2. Yep. The remake has the whole alligator segment is a fucking QTE. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm like, I, no. I like the idea of trying to face off with the alligator and potentially kill it in the first the first half of the game and then come back and it's not there in the second half or retain the damage from you fighting it in the first half and then you can kill it in the second. It, they took away the things that made the game charming and fun. By trying to be ultra realistic, and they scaled mm-hmm. it that right. 
like, yeah, and this, that, that's the same thing that Square Enix is going to do. Yeah. yeah, that's a problem. Hey, um, I want to I want to get this. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this before you have to leave Sandstorm. So, All right. uh, let's do two things real quick, and then we'll come back to that. Wulong following Destiny story trailer. Who are the following? Who? Who's Wulong, the following Destiny, the story trailer for that. Did you you just see that one? No, I did not. Hold on, can you run it? Can you run it? Yeah, I'm running it. Okay. Wulong. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this one for sure. Uh, where is it? The go. only the only woo something I got is Black Myth. So. <laughs> the Han Empire faces its final days. Stop! Is it Samurai? <laughs> That's all you have to say. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. That's all you have to say. Woo! That awakens the dragon's line. No, I can't mess with the woo. No. A forbidden well, my man look like her. Oh, not sad. Yeah. Is it all his fault? How about it? Help me forge the ultimate elixir and join me in immortality. We must retake Puyang! Was that Lobo? Oh. Not Jadis. Every bit as strong as the rumors say. Damn father! He's hiding something. As good as this game looks, what you want to bet is Master, have you any idea who the towers atop the dragon was? We may simply need to track down the source of demonic chi. So this is an Aruso style game, man. You should do likewise! Oh, okay. Friendship and the like are not to be trusted in. For what purpose do you wage for your life? I will redeem myself by offering up this life! The power to control this world lies in none other than this resplendent crimson glow. So am I making my own person? No. Okay. I can't. I won't kill him. You better. Yeah, you better. I mean, that might be the only way you live. Man, all right. Where's Brandon? Yeah. March 3rd? Yeah, oh, March. come on, man. March 3rd. So, oh, uh, so. My, my pockets. <laughs> so, now, I wanted to get you guys' uh, thoughts on this because I thought it was very interesting. Because I, I first saw the first trailer, I want to say, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, dude, this is actually looking very good. Um, and y'all know I got a soft spot for stories like this. So, uh, before you step away, I would just want to get your thoughts on it. Um, so I'm a whore for samurai games. <laughs> um, it looks it looks good. Um, it's tough. Luckily, Black Myth moved out until next year. Um, because that would have been a hard choice between those two games. 
Um, especially since they're like similar to each other as they're both soul style games. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge soul person, but I played through, uh, Sekiro. So yeah. Oh man. I got to see what else is out during March overall. I mean, the game looks amazing. I definitely pick it up, but Hogwarts is in February. <laughs> yeah. You got decisions to make. And Zelda's in May. So, yeah, yes. you know, exactly. I, like i just i gotta make sure that everything is lined up the way it's supposed to be if there's nothing in march or april which i feel like there's something in one of those two months then i might be good and buy it and play it until well that's not true that's a lie because <laughs> hogwarts legacy is going to take longer than a month that's yeah, not that's, that's, not, <laughs> that's gonna take that's gonna take some time like I, especially if you're going through all of the trying to do all the nooks and crannies yeah 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 i don't know this one might have to get passed over until next year um or if there's like a dry like a couple dry months or something but i don't i don't foresee that during the summer nah that's that's like that's the time to either get caught up on your backlog or to continue pushing on the game that you was going to take plenty of time on in the first place so remember zelda drops in may and that's not and zelda be. drops in oh, yeah, may yeah. so that's and that makes all of that irrelevant be, yeah. yeah never mind all yeah. of that irrelevant yeah. So. um yeah it's it, it looks like an amazing game it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun unfortunately it's that is probably the first game where i where i say that there's a hundred percent buy off of what i know and love and i'm not gonna buy it because it's just it's too tight of a year yeah, too tight. Uh, Jack? Um, honestly, when it comes down to Souls games, I'm not big on them. But in the same vein of Sandstorm, Samurai, it gets me every time. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Sekiro, when it came out, loved it. So I kind of look at this in a sequel in a way, even though it's not the same team, it's not the same game. It's uh, Team Ninja, boy. Yeah, it's Team Ninja. <laughs> so I'm in now, them Ninja Gaiden games kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hopefully this one's a little more, you know, friendly for me <laughs> so i can actually get into it and play it but when we look at the time frames and the schedules now that i'm on board with hogwarts legacy because i wasn't before so now that i'm on board with that yes it's gonna take some time um hopefully i'm wrapped up with uh horizon by then and so like okay horizon hogwarts and then maybe i could jump in this but i still gotta jump into to god of war because uh, it came with my playstation so hmm. i so i still haven't touched that the only reason why I've been going at uh, Horizon so hard is because it was a used copy, and if I didn't like it, I was gonna take it back. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, I, I like the game. I like the way it looks. Uh, but it also, um, I want to see the date of that other one. Uh, what is the name of that game with the that was kind of like the Black Myth? Yeah, Black Myth. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Multi- yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. got pushed back to to the, next year. Yeah, to next year. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I ain't worried about that then. So okay. But yeah, I mean, we got that made with Breath, well, with Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, and then have no idea what's coming out in between then. And then by that time frame too, I may be invested into PSVR two by that time. So it's it's a lot. <laughs> the yeah, game's interesting. Is. So if it if it doesn't get picked up, it's not because I didn't want the game. It's just time frame and money. Yeah, yeah. Which which is a lot of people's issue this time around. Um, Andre. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it looks really good. And being that I'm a fan of Ninja Gaiden and Team Ninja made it and this guy samurais. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, all, all I know is the only, th- the only thing that can make this better is if uh, Method Man, Inspector right. Jack, Ghostface, actually do the uh, ending theme for it. <laughs> uh, let them do that. Let them do that and actually have this game have ties to Ninja Gun, like have the Dragon Sword be in there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be something in there like that because they've done mm-hmm. they've done little homages to everything they've actually done, kind of like that. Like they'll put. No, little... I mean more like it's it's tied to it, like it's like canon wise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean you could because it's set up in the past, so you could probably do that. So that that could actually work. And plus, you already got an evil guy that's clearly evil. The, the, Dumbass hero is gonna be friend. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> all right, like, fellas, I gotta get out of here. All right, all right well, see you, man. We'll see you guys later. Right. Thank you all for coming. Hey, make sure you hit the like button. Yeah. All right. And Thanks don't forget to check out the channel. Um, that podcast they had last night is a great one. Check it out. Like, yeah, share, have my brother on there, man. So yeah, go show him some love. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, peace, man. guys. Catch you later, man. All right, so. uh we got to move on stuff out of the way. Um, I do, before we get to our last topic, I do want to talk about the Microsoft presentation that's supposed to be next week on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Now, they already said that it's not going to have Starfield there. The Bethesda right. stuff is not going to be there because they, they're getting their own separate show, they which to. to me is a smart play yes. because I think Starfield needs its own 20 to 30 minutes. Right. Yeah, it does. It does. It needs its own 20 to 30 minutes. Come on, Zodia, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, that was a good one, Zodia. Um, so, uh, what, what, what do you guys think we're going to see as far as, like, what do you think we're going to see anything about like Perfect Dark or any of those other games that should have been talked about at least a year ago by now. This, this is what I think is going to happen. We're going to see Redfall. Um, we're going to hear murmurs about Hellblade. Um, they're going to talk more about Halo. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, Minecraft Legends. We'll see something about that. And uh, there may be a hint, maybe, just maybe, with Indiana Jones, possibly. And that's just a, that's a stretch. Yeah, I'm okay. not expecting to see it. That's just a stretch. But because that's that's another one that's on the table. Perfect Dark, Indiana Jones, like they're they got trailers, and we know nothing about them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't expect to hear anything new from from Microsoft because honestly, they need to get the stuff out that they already announced. Why would you be coming in here with anything new? Yeah. But we'll see. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they're gonna have like a couple of surprises, but yeah. I don't think it's gonna be anything like they, they to me, I, I'm in agreement. They need to talk about the stuff they've been talking about for the past five years. Correct. Th- that's what they need to focus Actually on. give some release dates. Right. Yeah. Um, Andre, what about you? I I I I feel a little disappointed because I mean I know what we should be hearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we should be hearing a release date for Perfect Dark. We should be hearing about a potential Jet Force Gemini remake or sequel. We should 
be hearing about Akonka's bad for a day game. We should be hearing about all this stuff that they promised that just has not materialized at all. But chances are we're going to get a bunch of, you know, sizzle reels for stuff that we already saw, games that are already announced that should be coming out now or have already been out with new content potentially. And then we're going to get more disappointing news. And then they're going to close out the show. And I forgot Game Pass. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, well, we, we, we know we're going to get a Game Pass thing. They, 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 can't, help, they can't help themselves. That, that, that. Wasn't, that was included in the sizzle Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I would love to see something um, with any of those titles, <laughs> like like you said, like Jet Force Gemini or something like that. I would love to see that. I, I have no faith that they are going to do that at all. Oh, um, I have none at all. No, I, no. I just, I, I, I'm worried about Perfect Dark because, like I said, they had like three main people leave, and they said nothing after that. Which to me, the is, same thing happened. Same thing happened with Halo around the same time, too. That's what yeah. turned up the way it did. Yeah, because you have people leaving, and you're like, why are they leaving? And th- and it, it's it's different because you're like, okay, y'all put it, especially like Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark, y'all put a trailer out, and apparently the game wasn't even thought of. They just put the whole Egypt trailer with the, with the <laughs> sandstorm happening, and you saw this little silhouette that looked like Joanna. And you're like, okay. I mean, at least the silhouette, silhouette looked like classic Joanna and not, yeah, the, not you know, zero. Zero yeah. version. Which I don't want to get me started on that. Um, <laughs> but uh the, yeah, I, I I'm a little worried. I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm worried about what they're planning to do, especially because like they need a good week because last week was not a good week for them. <laughs> Because they don't have a single release date right now, do they? No. Uh, no not for no. anything not, not for anything coming from them, no. Yeah. That's crazy. So, that, like, I think one of the things that will probably go a long way in helping is if they actually do put some release dates but I, if, to some stuff. Uh, not I'm talking about stuff that you can only get on Microsoft. Not I'm not talking about, like, third-party stuff where it's going to, uh, like, indie games is going to Nintendo and Sony. I'm talking about those right. Yo stuff like that that's what they needed to focus on um in my opinion um mm-hmm. i'm hopeful uh but and i'm also like i said i'm glad that they're they're separating out the starfield stuff because that, that needs to be separate anyway and that's another one that when they do that one better have a release date to it that's just mm-hmm. they won't have to care about it because so, if you don't have a release date to that one i promise you twitter gonna be on fire twitter gonna be on fire if they don't have a release date so there is that. So the last thing we're going to talk about tonight, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, we got a request from a viewer to, he wanted to know our thoughts on the death of Google Stadia. And uh, since Andre and I are very familiar with um, Google and their attention deficit they have, um, <laughs> uh, Andre, you want to start this one off? I, I mean, <laughs> Stadia is just old yeller with ratings. Put something in his mouth, laid him down, (laughs) put on the rest. That's just what happened. I mean, my problem, my biggest problem is that Google had an amazing setup for Stadia to come out into. And all the things that Stadia needed 
when they were talking about developing a gaming platform, they had. <laughs> and they killed off those things one by one before releasing Stadia. Yes. Which could have benefited from those things. Correct. Knowing so, full well that they were going to release their own platform. That was, it was, it was like it was like, what was the point of having okay, we're gonna do live streaming with Stadia and let you join the game as it's streaming. Well, guess what? You killed Hangouts on Air. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have been the perfect platform to run this through. Yeah. So you, you could have done that, had it run through that, and then when somebody's watching on their mobile phone or they're watching on their computer or even on their game console, and if they have the game, let it allow you to join and do cross-platform play, which mm-hmm. is something they didn't do. Then they talked about all these games they had, the development, and they literally just murked all of their teams. Yep. Like they had several concepts that were so interesting that I would have loved to actually see them happen, especially before the asymmetrical gameplay for some of them. And then you then you had the potential chance that while you're playing, Stadia could show you the other people in little bubbles on your screen so it doesn't distract mm-hmm. away from your gameplay, but you can still check in on everybody. Yep. That was an awesome concept. And they just went ahead and just raised it all. <laughs> like I just don't care about them. Well, like, they don't oh, care long enough in doing this. They, they don't care long enough. They care. They care long enough to make a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> they, they care. They care for all of a year. Um, I think my biggest problem was they never explained the um the the pricing the structure because how are you gonna tell me I gotta pay you nine dollars a month for one package? Uh, I forgot what the other package was, but I still gotta pay fifty nine for the game. What are, that's, that's, that, that was a little weird because it was like, okay, do I purchase the game? Yeah, or how, how is this working? Or do I pay the subscription service? I'm, right. Yeah. Because yeah. if I pay for the game, then I better have access to the game at all times. Yep. Because <laughs> I paid for that license. Because once again, yep. na- nowadays I know people who love to holler about physical and digital and all that. You're paying for a license, just get over yourself now. And right. so if I pay for that license, that means if you go under, I still have access to that license. Yeah. So that, which it, you can't do with Stadia. Yeah, which you can't do. So I'm like, that didn't make any sense. And they never did when when people asked them, they never would explain it. So I'm like, did y'all even have an idea about this? Nope. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I J- Jack, your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a lot of people felt like Stadia was going to be a bust in the beginning. Uh, and the writing was on the wall. Uh, when you looked at Stadia, they spoke a lot about things that they wanted to do. They made it seem like in the beginning it was going to be their day one. But then come to realization, a lot of that stuff wasn't there. Um, using third-party controllers wasn't there. Uh, you being able to use use it on different, I think it was what, different uh, devices off rip wasn't there. Um, the whole service aspect of it, when you talk about subscription versus what you were paying for, the information wasn't really there. They, they, they were never clear about it. And then even when it came down to the big question we had was, hey, if this goes under like we know it will, what happens to my games that I paid for? They never said anything. So 
it was just up in the air. They kept trying to compete and saying, oh, well, this game, Cyberpunk, runs better on Stadia than it does on your PC or anything else that's out there right now. And they were really pushing behind that. Uh, they had a, they went and they bought a studio that was trying to, I guess, get everybody up in arms. Like, oh, they're serious about this because they bought a studio. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know where they were going with that one. Um, Stadia in itself had the potential. Like Andre said, a lot of services that could have helped this thing, they killed way before Stadia even showed up. Um, but then when you look at Google in itself, they never really hold on to things long unless it's an instant success. Um, it's Google's just finicky. Um, they, you can tell they just like to experiment with things and they get tired, tired and bored real easily. I always put them in a comparison to Cleveland Jr. Like, uh, just, <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm like, oh, I'm Tiger Woods, I'm Tiger Woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll jump to another sport off rip, and that seems to be Google, like they have ADHD and they don't stay with anything long. Um, when we talk about cloud gaming in itself, a lot of us that love physical games don't really care for it to happen, or at least not for it to be the primary, because we know how some of these companies do. If you see somebody succeed, they all run like sheep to be a part of it. And we already see this digital thing is coming. Like It's, it's becoming more profitable. It's becoming more enticing because it saves people from going to the store and buy something. They can just buy it right there on the spot. Uh, and they don't have to switch disc out or cartridges out. They can just play whatever they want to play. So when you talk about cloud gaming, I don't think America's like internet infrastructure is even on par to run that in multiple locations. You know what I'm saying? So where you want something like this to happen, you got to have connection everywhere. Um, and then safe connection at that, because me connecting to a Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi at Starbucks is not conducive to my computer. Like that, That's very dangerous. Um, but nonetheless, Stadia in itself, Google took a shot. They failed. We saw it coming. You can tell they were not ready. Um, much in the same vein when you look at Things like Netflix and Amazon with Luna, uh, they're not, they, they were never ready. Um, it was just one of those things to where when you saw people really getting into crypto, they never did the research. They never did their homework. They just saw people get like striking it rich. And so they jumped on board without any insight, any type of information and thought they were going to bring some big names on and get everybody on board. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a problem here. What's that? Google had all the insight. They have YouTube. They they have they look, literally I, have YouTube. They, they, they have YouTube. YouTube. They, they have YouTube. YouTube. I get that, but what I'm saying is they had all about, the information and didn't use it. <laughs> when I, okay, so let's say they have the information and they didn't use it, right? If we're talking about getting your foot in the game, the last thing I want to do is be the first one in that cloud gaming space. Like at least come and play with us over here with the consoles first. Then trickle into that space, or or start off with they've had they've had devices that they could have used for it. Oh, so start sure. off with yeah. the cloud and have a physical device that you can set up and run. But they were that with the Chromecast though, and that was a bad idea. Yeah, that, that was, was a horrible. bad idea. That was a that bad was horrible. <laughs> but they've had other devices that would have been viable. That's my problem. They had other stuff that could have worked. Yeah, or just create a PC client. That will allow you to download the games so you have them backed up on a physical storage medium. Mm -hmm. Do something. But they did everything but what was practical. True, true. 
And honestly, at this point, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, honestly, with the cloud gaming, right, for the games that I buy, wasn't there a whole thing around you not having the the rig or having the equipment to run these games at 4K, whatever, so they were, they were going to take care of that for you? Yeah, that was the whole – that was one of the selling points. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, we, we see this across the board with a lot of things, you know, especially within the VR space, right? We there are two services right now that will like that are membership services that you can pay for and you can get top quality VR experiences with your headset because it's coming from their servers, but it's not going to tie on. I mean, people in a way are kind of getting burnt down on subscription services at this point. Everything is a damn subscription service. So it's like your next thing is now my games. Hey, okay, I guess. And then the fact that I can't get to them, like you said, like they're not housed anywhere that I can get to. At least with Game Pass, I'm downloading to my Xbox, and I know I can get to them. You know, but I, I don't know. It, it's it's a weird thing, honestly. Stadia never looked like it was was going to succeed. Hell, I mean, you see Xbox having a problem getting X Cloud off the ground. Yeah. So if Xbox is not going to do it, then you, I know Google wasn't going to succeed with that. And the other thing, too, is uh, I think, like, a lot of the stuff that I know I used to like about, like, the whole uh, Google Plus, Google Hangout situation, that uh, executive that pushed for all that stuff, mm. she left. And when <laughs> she left, when she left, that's when it went under because uh, Deepak didn't didn't care. A piece, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he didn't care. So he was like, I don't care nothing about this. So scrapping it. I'm like, but you have a base. And you you already said y'all had planned on Stadia years ago. You already got the stuff right there to set it up, and you right. gonna ask it? You wasn't thinking about this properly, so no, no, it wasn't. I mean, that, that just, just it is that's to go show you like if one executive leaves, and that was the executive that was pushing for all the stuff that or right. was maintaining the stuff. The brainchild, yeah, the brainchild, dude. That that killed it, and I think that's the other thing that killed Stadia. That and the fact that they didn't have a, a proper way to explain the pricing plan and all that stuff. Because like <laughs> I said, like you bring out the dude for what was that guy's name that um uh that was that song Phil Harrison. Phil Harrison. I'm like, okay, Ooh. yeah, this ain't gonna like this ain't gonna work. <laughs> uh, once once Phil Harrison came on screen, I'm like, yep. I already knew what it was. Yep. Yep. I already knew what type it was. Yep. So I'm just, I'm just like if if I was in any sort of position at Google, and I'm like, okay, we have this gaming platform that we're trying to put out. We have YouTube, which is the biggest video sharing site on the planet. We do live streaming. And we want people to be able to join games from the live stream, which we have Hangouts on Air for that. That's cinched. Everything's great. We have Google+, Plus, which allows people to set up meetups and Plan to, to have these things together. There was money to be made off of all of these things mm-hmm. being combined. That they just said, "Well, no, this guy's gone, so well, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, and fuck that." Yeah, all of those services. <laughs> you know, we know we need to the platform. And remember, Google their community system was way easier to set up. It was so easy to set it was up. So easy to get into. Yeah, it was so easy. Everything to set up. was interconnected. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just sitting there like, dude, like when we first saw that first Stadia Connect, I'm like, y'all are dumb as hell because you got rid of all the stuff that you mm-hmm. need to make, to make this run smoothly. So, 
Yeah, I mean, and, and I and I understood and got why people got upset that uh, YouTube was kind of forced integrated with Google Plus. Yeah, but at but the it, time, nobody knew the the plans for stadium. Right. So, so I'm like, if they would have just stayed the course and kept those services alive, rename them for all I care, but keep them alive, Stadia actually could have been a success. Yeah. We probably we probably playing right right now, more than likely while doing the podcast. So I mean, that's probably what we would have been uh, doing. Uh, yeah, Ipsters. I remember on lives which got purchased by Sony. That's why we ended up with PS mm-hmm. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on live. What else? That was fun. Right for all, for all of a year. Uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I I played on on live before. It wasn't horrible. But you you would have a you'd have a semi stable connection, but then every like thirty seconds or so, it would jump five or six frames. <laughs> miss you had something. to have you had because like I, when I did play it, it was at a friend's house and up here where I'm at, uh, we had fiber, so the state the connection was stable. But I understood mm-hmm. that everywhere wasn't like that. Right. Yeah. So exactly. I'm like, dude, do I keep saying this? because I, I understand why people want to go the cloud and live route. In America itself, we don't have a stable IT infrastructure to pull this stuff off. Yeah, I think the, yeah. the only place that's really got is with Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah, but you start going to <laughs> start going some of these other rural places. Uh-huh. You're not going to be able to. No, it's not going to work. We so, we need fiber optics basically set up everywhere. And and I hate to get political for one second, but we know Congress ain't gonna pass that. Because no, right. it was already planned on it, and they they rejected the bill twice. Exactly. Yep. So they're not going to do it. No, because that would make everyone interconnected. They need some ignorant people. Yeah, they yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they need so, they need somebody. Yeah. So that's that. But yeah, that that's pretty much. I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, we kind of saw that coming with state. Yeah, we, we kind of saw that coming from that it's first. Moon is going much the same. I mean, yeah. that Amazon first, don't know what the they doing. Yeah. Luna's super quiet though. I don't hear nothing about Luna. The last Luna. thing I heard about Luna was that you know they because they, they get like the major third party stuff. Okay. So I, the last thing because if you go on Amazon's on the Amazon website, you'll see their what new game there because they they had a thing up there and advertisements up there for um, Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. So okay. They, Luna is Luna is still getting stuff, and if you uh, if you have your Prime membership and you dive into Prime Gaming, you get like four games per month that you can play through Luna for free. So it they're, they're keeping it alive that way, which is what they should have been doing in the first place. <laughs> Make it part of your Amazon Prime subscription. But Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm paying for Prime anyway, so... <laughs> right. Or or just say, hey, if you pay two extra dollars per month, we'll include Luna in your Prime. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, so I mean, you know, whatever. But it, it yeah. is what it is. But <laughs> so, real quick, with Luna, how do you even play that? You can play it with their controller, or you can use a third-party controller on PC or mobile. It just depends on the game. So, there's no like, say, for example, if I wanted to play it on my TV, how would I? I would I need like an Amazon box or like Prime box? Just, if, if you have the if the TV is capable of having the app run on it, you can uh-huh. just use the app and the controller. Hmm. Okay. It's the same thing Stadia was trying to do. Gotcha. So the Fire TV does it? Does it work with that? Yeah, it works with that. Okay. 
Cause I, I know because like when I go on to my Prime app on my TV, it shows mm-hmm. the thing for it. On so, well, you have to you have to go to the sidebar, mm-hmm. and it's uh it's on that side. I think it's under settings. Oh, you see the little okay. game controller. Yeah, this that's one thing I know nothing about. I know it exists, but when I tell you, I've seen maybe one or two commercials for Luna. I haven't seen anything else. Mostly, mostly you see it on when you go on Amazon. Like mostly right. that's yeah, what you they, see. They advertise like hell on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this and Luna can still be saved. Oddly enough, wow! And it, it would take Amazon to make the smart move and just fully integrate Luna into Amazon Games. Right. Just fully integrate both of those things and come out with a physical platform. I know people think, well, that sounds redundant, but the idea of a plug-and-play platform from Amazon that will allow you to play the games that Amazon makes available to you, Mm -hmm. and that you get a rotation monthly of games from Amazon, Mm -hmm. it would do well. And they don't have to sell it for a high price. It could be something they put out that's like 150 bucks because Amazon's got the money to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Amazon got more than enough to do that, and and make a and make a profit. Yeah. So, and they and the, the even worse part is they have the uh, the echo boxes that have storage on them for nothing. Wow, <laughs> that's true. You compare you compare one of those with a hard drive and the damn controller, <laughs> and you good to go. Good to go. So it seems very accessible. It's just you know they're not they smart about it. it. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. they, they, they just have to do it. That's all it is. That's one of those situations. But okay, people, that's gonna do it for tonight's podcast. Thank you, everybody in the chat, for showing up. We appreciate you. Don't forget to like the. Don't forget to like and comment. Help us out with the algorithm a little bit, right? Um, please, if you can. Um, Jack, any uh, last words before we get uh, out here? Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, seeing as we kind of went a little long here, I'll probably end up making a video about uh, my thoughts on PSVR 2 and kind of how I feel like the content creators, as great as they are, I think they're heading towards or tr- getting ready to make VR a slow death the way that gaming's coming to with the whole graphics, push for graphics, push for graphics, push for graphics. And we're not looking at design and looking at interesting games. They just want those full-fledged, you know, first-party storytelling type games and not understanding how that's such a detriment right now in the console space. Uh, So I was going to talk more on that and just kind of my interest in PSVR 2 and kind of how I feel like Sony should carry that forward. Um, Because honestly, with the last one, you know, it's been like six or seven years since the first PSVR uh, and then now that we don't have a lot of those games coming over, kind of, and I understand that it's because of technical reasons and that time frame, uh, but just kind of seeing how Sony can make this last longer, uh, you know, well after a PS5, um, and just kind of going into like that next console if it's even necessary. Uh, but other than that, uh, more music coming out, um, more collaborations and things of that nature. So be on the lookout for that as well. Cool. Andre? Honestly, I'm trying to get more stuff out. So I've, I've gotten back into doing my stuff on Anchor, um, at least for now. And I'll try to translate some of that over to YouTube ASAP. But as far as my thoughts on the stuff with gaming right now, um, yeah, we're, we're, in, we're, we're we coming out with a lot of good games. We also have a lot of crap going on in the industry that's just going to make it harder for 
competent games to be released at a regular basis. Right. And everybody's looking for the 60, 70, 80 hour experience. Mm-hmm. Not everything needs to be that. Just we just need games that are good, that are fun, that make you want to come back and play them. Correct. Yep. This games as a service crap is getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's just I understand there's a market for it, but it doesn't have to be everything. And that's where like Ubisoft is screwing up with a lot of stuff. So I I see crap ahead. I'm just hoping I'm wrong. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us hoping we we're wrong, but uh, for some reason I unless they unless like some of these companies actually change their philosophy, I don't see that changing anytime soon. So to be completely fair, because you got two people whining. You got Jim Ryan and Phil Spence. I know somebody put a tweet up talking about they in a rush to see who can destroy gaming the fastest. And I'm like, at this point, <laughs> I, I'm inclined to agree. At this point, I'm just inclined to agree. I'm like, yeah, yeah they, in no rush. Lies there. <laughs> they in a rush to see who can destroy it faster, because I'm like, this makes no sense. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I know that as long as, you know, um, as long as there's some good development teams, I think game's going to be around for a while at least. But I think as far as if, if, if like Microsoft and Ubisoft and Activision and EA, if they don't change their philosophies, man, yeah, it's going to, it's, it's going to fold. I'm going to make a prediction here. And this is going to be a bold ass prediction. You know how, there's always this clamor, clamoring about having this one console that can play everything. Mm-hmm. Watch Nintendo be that console. And it's not going to be because they have the most power. It's because they last the longest. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna outlast mm-hmm. everybody because their stuff is actually fun. Mm-hmm. And people do come back. To, yeah. It, I love hearing people complain about visuals and how can stuff run and then they get something like Fire Emblem Engage and be like, oh, this is how, how is this running? Like, because it's they damn system and they know how to work their stuff, man. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> called yeah. programming. Yes. And that's the scary. And so, like I said, PlayStation, great console. Xbox, great console. It's just when you are trying to keep up with the Joneses and you want to put out the next best thing that looks like Avatar in the theaters, yeah, you can burn important. yourself out. And you have to play with different art styles and stuff like that. And I think that's what the, I don't think I'm lying when I say Nintendo switch has the best variety out of any of the, of the current systems. Mm -hmm. You can get mad all you want to. Truth like rain. Don't care who will follow on. They have, (laughs) they have the most variety. They have stuff for kids. They have stuff for adults. They have stuff for teens. Mm -hmm. They have, Mature rated games. I know people don't want to believe that. Yes, they do. They have, you know, stuff for like E, e for everybody that you wind mm-hmm. up playing because for some reason you're supposed to be grown, but you can't keep your hands on your kids' Pokemon that you bought for them, by the way. Or at least that's what you mm-hmm. told everybody. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I mean, <laughs> grown ass. But <laughs> that being said, I mean, I, I can see a situation in which they will stay around because. Uh, they are a game company. They know what they are. They know what their identity is. And once again, they tried to play the power game one time. They tried, yeah. And they put out some bangers. And you want to know what happened? People made up excuses. 
I mean, it's the mini disc. They can't do it because mini- that's not how this works. So that, that was just a storage medium. It had nothing to do yeah, with how it was random. Nothing to do with, and so um, they they played that game. They will never play that game again. So if you want them to do that, stop saying you're trying to make them get better. Just say you want them to be Microsoft Sony. That's literally what it is. Stop saying you try. You want them to be better. Just say you want the same thing as Microsoft Sony. And then to that, I will counter and say this: What will make you buy Forspoken on the Switch if they're all the same? <laughs> what if they're all the same? What will make you buy Forspoken? What will make you buy Horizon? What will make you buy peer pressure? Uh, yeah, my friends got ability. Yeah, yeah. What will make you buy if they're all the same? And a lot of people, they, a lot of people, they, if you ask that question, they they wouldn't have an answer for you. No. They wouldn't. So, and the other thing, too, is if, if they did do that, they wouldn't have a portable system because, well, number one, you know, their battery ain't going to be for 30 minutes. Yeah. So they wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> so that, that's the thing. But, um, yeah, I do agree. It'll, it'll probably be one of those mindsets. It'll probably be one of those things, situations where it will be Nintendo standing tall at the end of the day. Uh, how good am I say still standing? Yep. Sega, so, Sega, Sega, take another shot, man. I'm, I'm, I'm right here with you. Ain't got the money to give you, but I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> if they were to get back in the game, I think that would actually help. That would actually help balance yeah. stuff out. Mm-hmm. It really would if they would get back into it. Yep. So, but hey, we shall see. Um, like I said, thank you guys for watching the show. Um, I know we wanted a little longer than we normally do, um, but we kind of had a lot of stuff to get through <laughs> this week. Um, we are planning on doing the uh, Microsoft presentation. The only problem is I'm going to be at work when it goes on, so we're probably going to push it back to like six or seven to do our live reaction for it on the 25th. So I just want you guys to know that um, we are, we do plan on um, doing a live reaction to that. And uh, we will see you guys next uh, Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So peace out. Have a nice night. Don't forget to like and share and comment and all the other good stuff. Help us out. We want to make sure our channel grows and continues to grow. Um, going into the year and everything. So we will see you guys next. uh, Well, we'll see you guys on the 25th, and then we'll see you guys Sunday. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace out, everybody.